Earlier on, uh, the three parties, that is the RFP, the new party led by Sam Madigana, which has uh, gotten many votes, even though they didn't get an outright win, that is 50 plus one, to be able to form a government, then they have to uh, get other smaller parties or any party that can give uh, RFP numbers in parliament so that they can form a coalition government. Therefore, uh, today we saw a press conference where uh, the party led by a former prime minister, Munyani uh, Muleleki, a former minister of water affairs during the late Kada Asmal's uh, tenure as a minister of water affairs in South Africa, where we saw that uh, agreement that was uh, strengthened between South Africa and the Lesotho uh, government on highlands development mm. water, where today in Gauteng, the water portion of that water comes from Lesotho. In fact, a lot comes from Lesotho. So they had this press briefing. And that included a gentleman called Muchoborwani, also another party. And therefore, it looks like uh, that will be a coalition. And clearly, uh, the prime minister will have to be Sam Matikani, uh, as you pointed out. I spoke to him earlier this year when he launched that party because I was surprised that uh, this is a very, very successful uh, businessman in that country who is also involved in philanthropic work, assisting Basutu, and of course with relations with many people in South Africa and well-known on the continent in terms of uh, in the business cycle, even international. I mean, he was in aviation, construction, agriculture, lots and lots mining. And yeah, this is where Basutu are, as we mm. speak. Very interesting, because as you said, 50 plus one in the 120-seat parliament. So uh, they garnered, uh, did the RFP, uh, 56 seats. So they needed another five. Yes. Uh, so um, by all understanding, as you say, they are already at the point where they can form a government because they seem to have secured uh, mm. that coalition with a few uh, two smaller parties. Yes. So we'll wait and see how all of that pans out. But as I come back to how intricately interwoven our two countries are, you speak of the Lesotho Highlands Water Project, and there has been some consternation around this as well, about people in Lesotho mm-hmm. having to be moved mm-hmm. off their land mm-hmm. in order to uh, basically facilitate this Highlands Water mm-hmm. Project. Yes, it has uh, left many people destitute because you had to move quite a number of uh, communities there. And also the sad thing is that you have these pipelines and uh, transporting water from Lesotho to South Africa, while the, 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 the people around the area are just watching these pipes every morning pumping water to South Africa while they themselves are struggling. So it's, that's one thing that I asked Matikana about, and he was uh, saying that he intends to ensure that uh, uh, it's not business as usual in terms of that situation. But the reality is uh, the water that we drink here in Gauteng, uh, we get that water from Lesotho. And therefore, when you talk about the link between South Africa and Lesotho, uh, one 
clear example is that uh, Basotho were able to share water with South Africans. But also it doesn't start there. When you look at mining, you know, Sakina, I always tell people, you have this problem of Zamazama. It is a historic challenge. The historic challenge in, in that when, uh, when mining started in South Africa, the first people to go underground are Basotho. And that is why when you look at mining in areas uh, where you have mining in Gauteng, a majority were Basotho. And those mines have since shut down. Some have gone back home. Their children are now coming back to be involved in these Amazamas because they know how you have to operate underground. And that is why they prefer gold mines because Basotho were the first group of people to work in the gold mines. That is why you call uh, this province Gauteng. Gauteng is gold. And the use of G, it's just that you accommodate everybody because it's gold. You call it the Gauteng. So there's a history. I think if we can interrogate the history, we can resolve the problem of Zamazama. We're going to have to because looking at uh, that cash that was discovered and the arrests that were affected yesterday, um, you know, the proliferation of these uh, firearms mm. um, is a problem in the country at the moment. And, you know, I was reading a tweet from Gun Friendly South Africa, mm. and they say, we've said it countless times that three main sources of select fire fully automatic rifles are state firearm losses, mm -hmm. uh, struggle arms caches, mm -hmm. and cross-border arms smuggling. And these, of course, are going to be issues that the two governments need to address. Yes, indeed. But not only these two governments, because majority of these AK-47... They don't come from Lesotho. They come from countries in the SADC region that are currently using AK-47 in the military as part of military way. So that is why you don't just make statements. You have to unpack the cause. And that is why today you're talking about some people are from Malawi. Why Malawi? They were the second group of people in the Sadek region to go underground after Basutu. Then you have Zimbabweans now. We know it's because of the economic meltdown. And they are transporting these, uh, the, 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 the military way, even the, the ones that you use to blast. But Basutu are your, almost like your engineers. They know how to operate mining because they were first underground. They did well because today as South Africans, we enjoy this glitz and glamour, glitter, shouting. It is because of the sweat of nations such as Basutu, Malawians, who agreed to go underground. That is why when you even look at mining itself, when you analyze mining, you'll see that uh, you have different South Africans from Mazulu, Basutu, Mankosa. But when you look at the majority of group of people, it's so to speaking, because they were first underground and followed perhaps in South Africa by people from Eastern Cape because it's a neighboring country. So you have to really analyze that and say what went wrong. Their parents are not working, mining is not continuing anymore. They are back there, but they used to visit their parents here. They knew what's been done underground. Some of them didn't go back when those mines closed. And because they know they can operate mm. underground. 
So these are the issues that you have to address. You have to, because, I mean, communities are being terrorized with Petly these so. weapons. Petly so. And, and, and this is just one cash. There are many more. And then, uh, where Sakina, you have a coincidence. The ruling party in Lesotho is disseminated. Who knows? This could be the reason. Because majority of Basotho don't condone what's happening. They are angry. They are angry that you have a group of people coming to South Africa to commit crimes and creating problems for the two countries. Now, you have a situation that some of the people who are allegedly wanted, as we speak, for these Zamazamas, the kingpins, we are told that they are part of the ruling party, the ABC, the outgoing ruling party. Uh, they entertain the communities during election campaign. You saw the interview that we spoke about this guy saying, yes, these are my people. I'm told they are wanted, but nobody is talking to us. And them at the rally, closing rally, them saying the guys who are wanted, we are told we are wanted, but nobody is talking to us and we are not committing crime in South Africa. Therefore, I think that PR or that problem has really affected ABC. Well, we'll leave it there for today. But thanks so much for stopping by. SABC's international news editor, Sophie McGuena.